Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. Hey, what's up? Hello there. Welcome to uh, the podcast where all of your health, fitness, and nutrition questions are answered. Uh, it's me, your host, Adam Pullman, here to answer all of your health, fitness, and nutrition questions. Today, here's what we're going to be talking about. We are going to be talking about uh, strength training workouts at home. So gyms are closed. What the freaking heck do you do for building strength and muscle at home without weights? What the heck? So we're going to be talking about that. We're also going to be discussing how I handle clients that have an unhealthy relationship with food and what you can do to improve your relationship with food. All right. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, if you have a question that you would like to send in at some point, you can do that on Instagram. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman fit. You can find me there uh, on my story. Every single Sunday, you'll see a box that says, ask me a question. That is your green light to submit as many health, fitness, and nutrition questions as you would like. Uh, and then um, if you want more free fitness content, uh, you can get free guides, read free articles. All of that stuff is for free at PullmanFitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N Fitness.com slash free. All righty. First question is from x.jhopeyourhope.x. Okay. Um, sorry. I don't, I just got caught me off guard there. Uh, first question is what are some strength training slash compound workouts for home? All right. So a, a lot of people have been sending these questions in because gyms are closing in other States because, uh, you know, we're trusting the government to handle a virus when they're incompetent and can't handle anything. So, um, it sucks. Gyms are closed. People have to work out from home. And they don't have, you know, $10,000 to drop on a crazy, awesome home gym setup. Uh, and so we're just trying to work with minimal equipment. So what can we do to get similar benefit with strength training uh, at home that we would from the gym? First things first, let's understand something. Uh, if you don't have access to weights to apply resistance, you are not going to get the same benefit that you would if you were at the gym. So I think accepting that is the first step because if you constantly have that expectation that you're going to get the same benefit and same workout, you're going to be disappointed every single time and you're just going to want to not work out and then you're just going to end up getting the quarantine 15. Well, at this point, it's going to last until 2022, so it might be the quarantine 100. Um, but you, you just need to get over the fact that it's just not going to be the same. But that doesn't mean that you can't at least maintain um, your progress. In fact, if you've never done the stuff I'm going to talk about, you may even uh, actually keep progressing, even though you're at home with no access to weights, all right? So first to address the question, the direct question, what are some strength training slash compound workouts? I think what they mean are exercises. Uh, all of the same exercises that you would do in the gym, squats, deadlifts, lunges, overhead presses, pull-ups, rows, bench presses, things like that. Same type of movements. You know, you might not have access to a bench press at home, but a similar movement would be a push-up. All right. Um, you might not have access to a rowing machine at home where you can do seated rows, but a standing or seated band row is going to be very similar. Okay. Uh, so the same movements. All right. You just need to find a way to apply resistance to those same movements like you would in the gym. So if you don't have weights at home that challenge you, here are three things that I recommend outside of buying weights. 
okay? Uh, first things first, get a full set of resistance bands. Rubber Bandits is the brand that I use and I recommend. Um, they are the flat looped bands that have clips, like handles that you can attach. Those flat looped bands are going to be far more versatile than the standard, like, circular tube bands, okay? Um, far more. So you need to get one of those. And I recommend getting the full set. The full set. That way you have... Um, a wide range of resistance to use. I think it goes anywhere from like five pounds to, or 25 pounds all the way up to 200 pounds uh, of resistance applied when you use them right. So I think that um, is very beneficial. R rubber Bandits, Bandits with a Z uh, is the brand that I recommend and use there. So get a full set of resistance bands, okay? Um, outside of that, I think you can also get a suspension trainer, all right? Like a TRX band. A suspension trainer is going to allow you to manipulate your body weight in order to apply more resistance. For example, um, if I have a TRX band attached to whatever it is, the tree in my backyard or uh, what, uh, something in my house, make sure it's applied to something sturdy. Don't just put it in your drywall because then you're, you're going to obliterate your drywall and put a huge hole in it. It's not going to hold up your body weight. Um, so make sure you, if you don't know how to install, install it, make sure you have a professional do it. They can at least find a supportive stud in the wall or something. Um, that you can um, mount that TRX band to that will support your body weight. So for example, if you are, you know, if you're standing or at least slightly lean back doing a TRX row, you're going to get a little bit of resistance, but not much. But if you're, as you get more horizontal, as you get more parallel to the ground, that row is going to be harder because you are moving more of your body weight through space. All right. So a TRX band is a great way to manipulate your resistance with your body weight uh, as you change your angles, I highly recommend having one of those at home when you're away from the gym. You can also take those really anywhere, um, and attach them to trees at parks. So if you're like traveling or you don't have stuff at home that you could attach it to, they're just as versatile as a set of resistance bands. So I highly recommend those. And then lastly, <clears throat> the thing that you can do, three things that you can do, three sub points, um, that are going to help you add more tension and resistance to your workouts or exercises. I should, I should say uh, are the following. One, slow your tempo down. I've talked about this before, but slow the freaking heck down. So many people in the gym as well, they just go so freaking fast and they are just pumping and pumping and pumping through their uh, their exercises, going as fast as they possibly can. Slow down. Spend like five Mississippi on the way up in your exercise and on the way down. That's going to help get a lot more tension on those muscles. The second thing uh, is focusing on the squeeze of your muscles a little bit more. Don't just think about the movement. Think about the squeeze. So for example, in a row, I'm not saying, okay, I'm just going to pull myself up. I'm saying I'm going to slowly contract my back muscles as hard as I possibly can. And that's when it, that's what's going to cause me to bring my body weight up. Two completely different intents right there, okay? Intentions, intents, intentions. Um, and that's what you need to work with, all right, when you're doing any sort of at-home, especially body weight uh, stuff. Lastly, you can add isometric holds to add more challenge. You know, for example, if you're doing body weight squats or if you're doing, you know, band squats, you don't have that much resistance, even a dumbbell squat, you don't have that much resistance, hold at the very bottom of your squat for a good five Mississippi or even longer and squeeze those muscles as hard as you possibly can. That will also add some tension to your muscles and, and make it a little bit more challenging. So those are some things that you can do uh, and implement with the same movements that you would be doing in the gym. You're just going to be using different equipment. All right. And a, and a few different methods as far as applying tension. Okay. The next question that I'm really looking forward to talking about is from Alicia underscore Ra Remtula. I'm guessing. Uh, and it is, how do you ensure that clients still have healthy, a healthy relationship with food with your coaching? So 
first things first, before I say anything, you need to remember that I am a, I am a certified, uh, fitness nutrition specialist, but I am not a dietitian and I am not a nutritionist. Those are different things. I'm not a psychologist either. Um, I am not professionally, uh, qualified to give people one-on-one attention specifically for their eating disorder or whatever it might be, unhealthy relationship with food, we'll say. Um, I will give suggestions um, and I will help, but if I feel like it's at a point that is getting to be outside of my scope of practice, I always refer that person out. Um, And they still work with me uh, unless the other therapist or coach or whomever feels that it's not best for them and their health, then we won't work together anymore. But if I ever feel like it's outside of my scope of practice, uh, I will refer out, okay? which has happened a couple times, not often, but it has happened a couple times because ultimately I want to make sure that person is getting the best help. Um, so, and if, and if they're not ready psychologically to be working with me and managing macronutrients and things like that, and the help that they need is outside of what I can do, it's, it's a lose, lose for both of us. Okay. Um, outside of that, or other than that, I should say, if the individual, um, you know, has something minor, like a very common one, for example, is, uh, okay. When I have a cheat meal, I feel very guilty. All right. Um, that, that's an example of an unhealthy relationship with food or, uh, you know, I, I don't want to have that piece of cake because it's going to, it's going to make me a little fat. That is an unhealthy relationship with food. Um, and so that depending on the person, there are a few different things that I like to work on. The cheat meal thing, uh, is one that I work with a lot, mostly because a lot of people that come to me to do coaching, were doing cheat meals beforehand just because it's so popularized in the fitness space, especially on social media. Um, it's a very clickbaity thing to have like 10 burgers in front of you and be like, ooh, cheat meal, and then show your abs, which is extremely irresponsible and very misleading in my opinion. Um, but because of that, people feel like, oh, I'll eat super strict during the week and then I'll have a cheat meal or a cheat day one day of the week and I'll be okay. Um, so one thing I'll talk about with these people is that the 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 uh just the fact just by you saying that um you're cheating, that is you're psychologically telling yourself that you are doing something wrong, that you are deviating from what you know to be good and what to be better in order to do something that is not beneficial for you. So that does two things. That one takes away from eating well and enjoying that. And two, it also takes away from eating unhealthy um, and enjoying that because unhealthy food has value too. All right. So um, that's one thing that I address a lot. I also usually stop uh, having people weigh themselves. For example, this piece of cake is going to make me fat. Um, that person clearly has some sort of identity issue with their weight, um, and how they look. And so let's just get rid of the scale. Let's focus on, okay, how does this food make you feel? Well, you know, I had the blueberries and it made me feel, I felt good after that. Like I felt energized. I felt healthy. I felt lighter. That's great. All right. Why do you think that is? And we'll dig deeper with that stuff. And then I'll also try to slowly have them work through, okay, why does a piece of cake make you feel like you're getting fat? Okay. Well, I know that sugar is bad for me and I know that carbs are bad for me. And you know, depending on the person, what I will do, there are two different routes I can take. I rarely take this route, but I only do this if I know the person is very logical and factual. Um, and what I mean by that is they're like, they're very data driven. And so I'll say, well, technically, you know, calories in versus calories out is what determines that. So, you know, if you're under calories and we have you where you need to be and you have that one piece of cake, it's technically not going to make you fatter. And they'll go, oh, okay, that's fine. But that is rare because the fact of the matter is that facts and information, it doesn't change people's fear. So what I have to do is get to the root of why, why does that piece of cake make you feel like you're going to be fat? 
okay, well, when, when I was, when I was little, I really enjoyed cake. I had a lot of cake and I was fat as a kid. Oh, okay. There we go. Now we've found something and then we can kind of work through that. And again, if it gets so advanced where I feel like I can't help this person or it's outside of my scope of practice, I always refer out. Um, and so that's what we kind of work through there is just figuring out why they're thinking what they're thinking and then just digging deeper uh, through that. But the biggest thing to kind of summarize so I don't ramble on uh, is the biggest thing that I help people, uh, bleh, sorry, the most common thing that I do to help people with this um, is just getting rid of the scale. I will tell their spouse, it's more common with women, so I'll usually um, have the husband uh, get rid of it or I'll ask the, 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 the client to tell their husband to get rid of it um, or sometimes vice versa, you know, the, 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 the guy will be, you know, super worked up about the scale and I'll have the, the, the spouse, they'll have the woman get rid of it. Um, we just try to get rid of that scale and try to break that identity of I am what the number on the scale says, because that's not true. And then we also just work on, um, the, the internals. Hey, instead of focusing on your weight and what that cake is going to do to you, let's focus on your workouts and how you feel and how you perform, how strong your squat is. You know, if you had that piece of cake, did it, how did it affect your workout? Ah, I felt kind of more lethargic. Okay. Well then maybe let's not have a piece of cake before a workout and let's maybe enjoy one afterward. And, you know, and so that's one thing that I have them do is just kind of ditch the scale and focus on the internals and the behaviors, uh, when it comes to food. And it just changes very, very, uh, a lot from person to person. Um, but those are the general things that I tend to work with. It's a really good question. No one's ever asked that before. I'm really glad that they did, honestly. Um, so yeah, I hope that sheds some light on that uh, that topic. If you have questions you would like to send in, do so on Instagram. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. Uh, you can find me there on my story on Sundays. You'll see a box that says "Ask Me a Question." That's where you can submit as many health, fitness, and nutrition questions. Uh, as you would like, as many as you would like, and then I'll answer them here on the show. If you enjoyed this episode, spread the love, share it with your friends and family. If you know someone that needs to listen to this episode, send it to them. Um, let them know that this is a show that they can go to to get all of their questions answered when it comes to health, fitness, nutrition, stuff like that. And then if you want to download more uh, free information, you can get free guides at pullmanfitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is The podcast.